Welcome back to the Escape to the Magic podcast. We are your hosts. I am Randy. I'm Dak. And I'm Ryan. And this week, we bring to you the theme music. I don't know a good... I don't know a good Animal Kingdom theme music. We need some. This is... This is... I don't know what sound I just made. I don't know what that was. This is the ultimate Animal Kingdom rankings chock full of eight complete attractions. <laughs> I'll tell you what, looking at Animal Kingdom, we've talked about this, how is it is it a full park day? And it's really not. It I, Looking at these eight, I mean, we're down to eight attractions. Well, at Animal Kingdom, right I will now. I will say this. Um, and so, in preview, right, Ryan prepared the survey. Many people have taken it, um, but and it did have eight attractions. I do think it was missing two. There could have been ten. Okay, we'll, we'll get talk into that. about that later. Because um, I'm curious, and, and I do think that the addition of those other two could have skewed it. But that's okay. I think what we have is no. actually. As good as last night, I went on my rant with my children and my wife about the fraud and phoniness of the BCS and its ranking system. And so if you want to say that we are like them, that's okay. They made a lot of money. Right. So going back to your question, is it a full day park? I think it just depends. And I don't want to like dive into this because that's not what the episode's about. But I do think depending on how you spend your day at Animal Kingdom, you can definitely make it into a full day park. It's just... Like, what's your game plan? Like, how are you going to Disney or to Animal Kingdom? Are you only there for the rides or are you taking in some of the other, you know, aspects of the park, which it, it, you know, the animal actual aspects and all the different exhibits and everything like that. But we can we can get into that as we discuss the the rankings. Yeah, because we need to remind our listeners where are we going to be tomorrow? Tomorrow we will actually be. In the park. So by the time this episode drops, we will be waking up and heading to the Magic Kingdom. So we did on last week's episode. We we, we lied. We, we got we got ahead of ourselves because a we bit. can't math, right? Yeah, you know? So you're thinking, oh, they're in the parks this week, and the answer is no, we're not. Yeah, <laughs> unfortunately. But we will be in the parks tomorrow. So on that note, we do plan to well, plan is always the, the operative word, right? Do a few maybe Instagram live videos try to maybe record a little bit uh, while we're there we'll see how it goes yeah we have i think we counted up four guys that have never been oh, to disney to world and so this will be exciting we actually have a total this is crazy we've never had this many on our guys trip before we've had as little as just the two of us yep but this time we actually have nine guys coming with us like i said four of which have oh, we've got never ten. Oh, you're right. We do have 10. You this keep number keeps getting bigger. You keep forgetting every that one guy. Yeah. So ten? we have 10. 10 guys. 10 guys, four of which have never been to Disney World before. So this will be exciting. I, I've always asked the question, like, what's more exciting, you experiencing a ride for the first time or watching someone experience it for the first time? And we're about to find out the and answer We're to about that. to find out. <laughs> you know, and I'm really excited. So a good friend of ours who is probably the biggest Star Wars fan that I know. Yeah, he's, by far. He's, he's a member of the 501st Legion, yes. right? Yeah. But yeah. he's never been to Galaxy's Edge. And his son is right, like, if they're Star Wars fan number one, he's like Star Wars fan number one B. Yeah. So like His son is just as much a Star Wars fan as, as he is. Yeah, so I'm actually excited to see their reactions when they walk into Galaxy's Edge for the, for the first time. And see. 
Tears. Tears. You think you think oh, tears? Yeah. You I'm, think there'll I'm be some tears? tears? Well, if it's not, then we're not inviting people on these trips at the same yeah. time. So I mean it's gonna come down to Either that. Either you cry or you don't come again. Yeah. That's yeah. right. So I I, I start, let's circle back for just one last second before we move on from this particular topic. But Animal Kingdom, full day park or not. You know, one thing that's important to keep in mind is it is a unique park in terms of its hours, its operating hours. Uh, it, it is typically the park that opens the earliest all the time, and it is the one that closes the earliest all the time too. It's not a it's not a nine o'clock p.m. park. It's definitely not a ten or twelve p.m. park. I think if that ever happens, it's on a very special event, special basis. You know, typically Animal Kingdom closes at six or seven because the animals are going to go to bed, and yeah. they you know and and. Here's the other thing too, Animal Kingdom, it's it a theme park for sure, but it's a research theme park, right? And so there are a lot of um folks involved with the animals that are out there doing things particularly to care for them, to take care of them, to, you know, provide research on, you know, best methods for conservation and protection and all sorts of stuff. You know, they're not uh midnight people. <laughs> so so when we say is it a full day park, you know, I think it's what you want it to be. I think that's right. But I think it's also naturally not necessary. It's never going to be the same type of park as any of the others because it just doesn't have that sort of – it doesn't have that kind of availability. Yeah, there's no fireworks show at the end. Uh, yeah, because no- cause the animals don't like the fireworks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and speaking of – have you guys ever speak, – so speaking of research, have you guys ever gone back to the conservation center, taking the – the train back there? Yeah. That's a pretty cool experience. That's not I, – I have never – I said Yeah. I know that you see, yeah, I know what you're yeah. talking about. No, I've never done it actually. Yeah, oh, pet, it's you can, amazing. You can pet some goats. You know? So that's uh Rafiki's planet yeah. watch, if I'm not mistaken. Right. Yeah. So it's a pretty cool experience you if know. you've never done it. Yeah. Not just petting goats, but like you can see them actually doing live procedures on animals and different things that is going on. So there's a docu series on um, Disney Plus that's all about this, right? It's all about the Animal Kingdom Park and they show kind of Rafiki's planet and everything or Planet Watch. Planet Watch, sorry. And uh man, it's just cool. It's cool to be back there and and see all the interactions. Like you're saying, Randy, there's so many layers to Animal Kingdom besides just I think a lot of people just are like, oh well that's a zoo. We have a zoo here in our town. That is not no, the case. Not, no, it's it not is a zoo. not a zoo. No, no, not even not even close. I actually don't see very many animals when I. I, don't, I mean, I, I'm not really looking, but you know, to me, this you go to a zoo and it's like you you smell the zoo for one. There's no smell of Animal Kingdom. I mean, there's a smell of delicious colossal cinnamon rolls that <laughs> you know you can get there, um, but you don't have that typical zoo smell. And I think they. They did it right. So, like, when when Animal Kingdom was first opening up, if you remember, it took a lot of heat. Like, a lot of people were not for Disney getting into... Yeah, the animal business. The animal business. And there was a lot of haters out there and people getting on Disney, and they hired some of the best zoologists and animal experts. They they got probably the the foremost expert on to get her opinion. Yeah, She signed off on it. it. and don't forget, okay, history lest here, don't forget Walt's big thing was animals. Yeah. yeah. Right? Always has been, you know. Um the the wildlife videos on what to take I mean, this was a thing that just fascinated him beyond anything else. And so this really was always right up that alley. But again, is it a full day park? 
it's going to be what you make it, right? Going right. out to Rafiki's Planet Watch actually is a time commitment. It oh, is yeah, a, yeah. It's a it's about a 20-minute train ride out there and back. So that's 40 minutes just in travel. Well, it's about a, it's about a five-minute train ride. Oh, well, you know, <laughs> if you wait. But but, but it, it has... Depending on, yeah, depending on your load and... And that's true. If, the, if you count the wait time... That, that's the thing yeah, is it, yeah, it, yeah. It, can, it can be long and, you know, it's sporadic, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, so that alone... It's not like a traditional ride where you do wait in one line. You could be waiting in two lines, right? Yeah, going there and, and then returning back. Because that's the only way to get there is take the train. That's right. Yeah, yeah. So one other thing, and then we can get into the actual rankings, is I would say my pro tip for Animal Kingdom is just just to your point, Randy, because it closes early, I would say this is one of the more important parks to get there as soon as it opens. And the reason why I feel that way is, and you guys jump in if you feel differently. I think the animals are way more active in the morning uh, during those early morning hours, especially in the summertime when the heat comes. They tend to find shade like the rest of us and just chill out. But if you can get there early at Animal Kingdom, I think you're going to see a lot more activity from the animals and then you can hit the rides later. If on you're in the if afternoon. you're going there to see the animals, yeah. yes. But yeah, for sure. If you want to, so we we've, we've gone there before in the evening, and that's the only time in my life where I have done Everest four times in a row. Nice walking on all four times and almost vomiting all four four <laughs> times afterwards because that was <laughs> four myself, times. Four times that's intense. That's intense. I was like, never do it again. So. All right, man. Right. All right let's get into so this. let's get into these rankings. And Randy, I'm curious to which two. I may have forgotten. So, because so, let me just. You're, you're going to kick yourself when I tell you one. Oh man! Well, just tell me right now. Do we need to add them in? You you missed out on the two biggest uh, theater shows there, right? Which includes Festival of the Lion King, and then of course the Nemo version. Okay. On the other so let side. me tell you, I actually did not forget those. I so I saw those. So these. So I based these these rankings the same way I did the last two. So we did. We've done Magic Kingdom. We've done Hollywood Studios. And now we're doing Animal Kingdom. So based on the My Disney Experience app, when you go to the attractions link, this is what shows up. If you go to entertainment, that's where you find the Lion King show and the, the Finding Nemo show. We're going to do an episode where we talk about the shows, right? So at some point we will. I and I think that's fair. Yeah. I, I, I accept I accept your whatever <laughs> reasoning you've got. Um, I will say... Um, Though both of them are ones for which you could use a lightning lane to get in. And in fact, I highly recommend that if you want to go to Festival of Lion King, you do use a lightning lane. That's that true. line can be long and unpredictable. And the the unlike many of the shows that I go to in other places, this is one that will fill up and pretty much fills oh, up every time. And yeah. so there are people that do not get in, even if they wait in line. So it, it is a lightning lane attraction to use. But that's okay. This is the ultimate rankings, right? The BCS committee has determined that these eight will be who are eligible. That's yeah. right. And yeah, so then, then Simba, you're out. <laughs> so and then fast forward again. So fast forwarding a few months, this is all going to come full circle uh, for a future episode. So and that's going to be a lot of fun. All right. So getting into the rankings and this is where we need some music. So it's a little BCS. I don't know. Um, 
That was lame. Now you're thinking of NFL that films, was and I definitely can't use that music. We need the bells chiming. <laughs> I, do, I do have the complete NFL film soundtrack on my device, but I will not use it because yes. I know they're already gearing up to send me a letter. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So without further ado, let's get into the ultimate or the definitive Animal Kingdom attractions, according to myself. Um so anyway, so here we have we have eight attractions. We have Flight of Passage, we have Dinosaur, we have Expedition Everest. It's tough to be a bug, which I guess kind of goes against my previous thought of, you know. But again, it's tough to be a bug shows up under the attractions tab on the My Disney Experience app. Lion King show does not. So uh, Cali River Rapids, the Expedition, not Expedition, but the um, Kilimanjaro Safaris. The Navi River Journey and the Triceratops Spin, which I got to be honest, I didn't know that was still there. Yeah, it's it's <laughs> hanging on by a thread. It is. So um, these rankings would have been a little better maybe a year ago, maybe two years ago, back when Dino Land was at full force, but it's no longer at full force. So, all right. So at in the past, how we've done this is that I've asked you guys to provide a, a rating, like you rate each attraction, and then we take a kind of a, an overall value. This time it's just straight up rank rank them one through eight and we're taking the average. So pretty simple. And with these attractions, I had but all of Dak's family participated and Randy, all of your family participated. Yeah. And I forgot to have my family participate. What? So <laughs> Yeah, I even got a bonus participant in my I saw niece. that. I yeah. saw that. Yeah. I did have my daughter Riley. Uh she was up last night with me. Uh and she was helping me out, so I do have her her ranking. She too. made your decisions for you. This is this is just like the coaches poll every yeah, every, yeah. every Sunday when you know. Anyways, yeah, I gave I gave her the piece of paper. I'm about to go on my BCS rant again. Yeah, yeah. but uh, anyway, all right. So so with those top eight, let's start with number eight. Any guesses? Let's start with the this. Guess. Is easy. This is easy. This is the easiest one. It's going to be Triceratops. Yeah, it's got to be. Not even close. So there were let's see here one two fourteen of us that took the survey. Um, so if you think of, you know, the, tri- the, the, the least favorite receiving an eight, their total score was a hundred. So mostly eights, uh, there was a four in there for my daughter, Riley. I, I, I have no words. That's, that's interesting. I, I don't, yeah. I love you. Riley. I will say this. I've never ridden it and I never will. Yeah. So basically what it is, is it's, it's what you would expect for, and they have different versions of this in different parks, right? It really is just the Dumbo. It's ride. Dumbo. It's Dumbo. Yeah, it's the Dumbo. Dumbo ride. Magic ride. Of carpets of Aladdin. Yep. It's the same. Just that s- slow spinning Look, up and I will, down I will, I will occasionally ride Dumbo, but I don't need to ride any other version of that ride any other time for any other reason. No. Yeah. And we've already I don't need spent- to ride magic carpets. I don't need to ride a dinosaur. I don't need to ride whatever that's, they could come up with unnecessary yeah. yeah it's good for little kiddos so if you have little toddlers or that age group i don't think there's a height requirement on this so it's fun for toddlers but yeah astro orbiter yeah yeah i mean they've got three versions of this ride in the magic kingdom alone yeah we have already spent more time on this particular attraction <laughs> than i wanted to all right let's um, go all right so moving on to number seven now, this was a surprise to me because i actually love the show it's tough to be a bug Coming in at number seven. 
Really? That's a surprise to you? Yeah, I had it rated at number five. Well, it's going away, so... That's true. It is going away. Apparently, which, the Disney people have some data that says it's number seven as well. Every time we go see it, I mean, it's, it seems to be a, a fairly full theater. That's it's, actually it's, true. It is typically a full theater. I think it's a great show. It's air-conditioned. Um, it's, it's air-conditioned. The... the the is it spiders or whatever part like I'm, I'm not a big fan of that but i know that this is all fake so it's not that big a deal um well it's fake until your three-year-old daughter is wakes screaming, up screaming her lungs out night. because yeah. the spiders are descending from the ceiling um so, yeah, so just quick quick uh definition of what tough to be a bug is it's a theater show you go in you sit down it's from a bug's life they bring in different characters and they really run cute. you through like how bugs are beneficial again it kind of harkens back to the whole conservation yeah. theming of animal kingdom in general is just it's a show about how bugs play an important role in our environment but then in the middle they mix in some humor and there's different um what would you call it 4d effects yeah 4d effects absolutely. that uh that kind of play with your you do, senses. you do you do have 3d glasses on for it mm-hmm. and then there are there are additional effects the theater is actually located in the tree of life which right? is cool that's yeah. the most that's the most unique thing about it um, the first time I saw it, I was like, really? You can go out there? I didn't even know that. Yeah. I, was, I always thought it was just something to look at, you know. And uh, so that was pretty cool. The queue getting into it, I think, is actually really pretty cool, yeah. cool too, right? You get to see up close how they've carved different things into the Tree of Life, you know, from animals. But you'll notice IP, right? We talk about this all the time, how they incorporate IP. You'll find different um, animals from the different, the various Disney IPs in there. Yeah, yeah, for sure. All right. All right. Moving on to number six. And this, I'll be honest, ever since this attraction came out, it's been a huge disappointment to me. The Navi River Journey. Oh, yeah. Mm. Coming at number six, uh, not too far off from It's Tough to Be a Bug. Guys, listen, if you've done it, you, you, you need to do it at least once just so that you know how bad of a ride this is. I think the only I, thing I it has going for it. Oh, my yeah. Gosh. I think the only thing it has going for it is the technology in there is pretty. Pretty cool. Like the animatronic there is one of the better it's, it's animatronics. An animatronic. Yeah. It's one of the best they have. Listen, I, I did it I did it recently, right? I know none of you have done it for years. It's so been, I it's did been it years. I did it recently. Um it's better than I remembered it being. Okay. Knocks against it. It's a it's a slow, dark boat ride. There's nothing Which exciting I love, about it. I love the dark boat rides. Give yeah, me a but, boat but, ride. But typically you get uh you get a, a a waterfall in there, you get some sort of speed, you get something. This is basically living with the land, but with the, <laughs> Not the, as the Navi of Avatar in <laughs> yeah. it, right? In yeah. the dark. So um I I don't think it's that bad of a ride. Um I actually enjoy it. It's a nice change of pace. It does not live up to its potential, though. Yeah. 100% can agree with that. Yeah. When you get off a of flight of passage and you're like, oh, let's go do the other one. You're like, oh, what? Yeah. So it also does traditionally have a tremendously long wait time. Yeah. Which, yeah. which I think is because people get off flight of passage and they're expecting something great. And so anyways, six, I think, is fair. Yeah. Yeah. I, good I, spot it's, for it. it's a good spot. Not my favorite. Um, and I probably will not be doing it on our guys trip this week. Nope. All right, so number five. You know, honestly, looking at these rankings, I think you can probably just guess the order. Um, so coming in at number five, and this actually is a pretty fun ride, is Cali River Rapids, which mm, it's, a little lower it's not going to be open this week while we're there, obviously because of the cold, and they typically shut it down in the wintertime. But it is a, a raft ride on a 
river in the mountains of Himalayas. Himalayas, yeah. yeah. So, fun fact on this one, it used to be a lot more intense. Like, when I say intense, I don't mean the actual ride, but I mean, like, the message that they were trying to send to you about poachers and deforestation and all these stuff. And Disney actually had to dial it back because it was yeah, like, that's kind of going a little heavy handed here, Disney. Like, chill out. There's there's hardly anything of that. Yeah, 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 right yeah, at this yeah. point. Um, I thought where you were going with intense was there was a period of time actually when they dialed the ride literally back. So in other words, you just didn't really get as wet. Um, and I I went probably three or four times during this period where you go on and it's just like the rapids weren't as rapidy, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. and the water didn't come in. I will tell you that they're back at their full intensity. Oh, yeah. And you can expect to get soaked. The last couple of times I did it, I did get stoked completely. I mean, 100%. So, um, yeah, this is a ride where you see people like full on putting on ponchos yeah, before ponchos, they get on. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's like, one of those rides. It's a, it's a great ride. And yeah. I haven't done it in, in some time uh, just because I had not been at Disney during the summertime. Yeah. In a few years. So the last time we did it, it was one of those times we did it like three times in a row. And it took us to the third time before we actually got wet. Oh, yeah. wow. So, um, but just it, a fun ride. It's a great ride. It, yeah. It, again, tubular, circular, yeah. you know, it's you like, see this in a lot of different sort yeah. of theme parks. This is not, it's not, I will say it's not a unique theme ride, um, but it's done well. And yeah. I would say, I would say this, it's actually, it's, it's. I mean, it's a beautiful ride, in my opinion. Yeah, just the scenery. Very yeah. It's very, it's a very pretty ride. Yeah, and that's what I mean. Meant earlier is like before it was like really intense. But anyways, I don't want to keep going backwards. Let's let's move on okay. to the next one. Cali River Rapids. All right. So moving on to number four, uh, we have again. I could take this or leave it. Dinosaur. In all caps. Yeah, for for me, this and Cali River were swapped. I actually rated Cali River higher, if I remember correctly, and Dinosaur just one below that. You can see my ratings, I think. You did. So, that's so how you rated them. That's what I remember. Um, but I'm not I'm not afraid of this one. I love the Dinosaur ride, actually. And we've talked about it on this show before. Um, potential improvements to it moving forward it could potentially turn into an Indiana Jones ride. Um, you know, whatever they decide to do, there's a lot of potential there. It's great. It's a little dated um, in little. terms of, of visual effects and everything like that. And so it could use a refresh, could use a makeover. But I, I, I like that ride. Now, having said that, I won't wait for that ride. Yeah, I was going to say, I mean, I think I ranked this higher as well. But just because of what the others below it brought or didn't bring to the table. But for me, if there was one ride, if you could say just pick one ride in all of the Disney products across any park, this is my number one ride I would change. I just, to me, the dinosaur... You're going to change this over Triceratops Spin. I would. I just think for the space and what that ride could be, having done Indiana Jones at Disneyland, I just... Again, it's one of those things where we talked about a couple of weeks ago, you hate wasted space. I hate the fact that there's this ride out there and this ride system that is awesome and we're using it to do a dinosaur. Well, ride. and I think if you talk about wasted space, the entire section of Animal Kingdom is becoming wasted space. I just want to go point. back to Triceratops spin. Yes, I would. That's I mean, at space. least there's value in Triceratops spin for a four-year-old. 
Now you can send them. You could send them to the boneyard, and they can go dig in the dirt. Yeah, the yeah, boneyard yeah. is fun. Which didn't yeah. make Brian's list either, but that's no. okay. <laughs> it's it's not an attraction. It is a is it a, is it's a pit stop on your way to Dino Land. Again, I guess for me, it's potential. It's yeah. like seeing that five star recruit coming out of high school, and he doesn't even make the team by his you know sophomore year. He's just like, dude, you have so much talent and so much ability be something great and you're blowing it by being dinosaur like i don't know maybe i'm just not excited about dinosaurs yeah I think but if you could trade that for indiana jones i'm like dude yeah your two-star recruit just became a starter right like yeah that and that just tells you that recruiting rankings are full of crap because <laughs> yeah. uh, they do the same thing so yeah i i would just say it's not a knock on for me personally i like the ride i like I like the story, the concept, the theming. I think it's interesting. It's kind of cool. Um, let me put it this way. It is, without a doubt, um, for some people, one of the scariest rides there is yeah, at all true. of the Disney parks. That's true. Okay, so I'm just gonna I'm gonna throw that part out there. There are there are moments I've never been on it where someone didn't scream at a certain point. And I'm not talking just about my wife, right? Yeah. And even if you know it's coming, um, it gets you. And so I think there's value in that because there aren't really any scary rides anywhere. This is like the the scariest one. Yeah. In so, terms of probably jump scares. Yeah. And yeah. Ju- yeah and jump scares. Um, you know, Indiana Jones is going to bring that to you, but I'm not against them, you know, updating and moving forward. I, I yeah. do want to say that. So don't let Dak's high rating yeah, I mean, and negative feedback it. say yeah, don't yeah. go. Like you should go. You should go. It's it's worth doing. And there's there's a cool exhibit in the queue and all that. To yeah. See some stuff. So. I mean, it has value. I just, man, I see so much potential. Well, you did. There. You did rank it fourth. Yeah, uh, on yeah. Your list. No, I mean, I ranked it six, and then Randy ranked it number five. Yeah, it's got value. Four, five, six. Yeah, that's all right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So top three now, and again, I think this is just going to be obvious. Anybody listening who's been to Animal Kingdom, there really is the top three, and then everybody else. So, you guys have any guesses? Who number three could be? I think the number three is going to be the Safari. That's correct. Really? Yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Sorry, Dak. Yeah, that's my favorite. Yeah. And you ranked it your favorite. So. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, I put it at three um, because I I prefer thrill rides first, but I don't go and not go on the safari. So I think that's an important distinction to say in there. I will do all three of these top three attractions every time I go if they're available. And that's a good way to put it because I'm the same way. It's like I don't feel like I can go to Animal Kingdom and then not do the safari. It's it's a it's a and that's what's that's what that's what's you know that's what's amazing about it. It's the same safari every time you go. You see the same stuff. Okay, maybe the hippo is over on the other side of the pond this time, right? But it's the same hippos actually. It's, I mean, it's like it's not even different hippos. It's the if, same animals. If you're lucky, you'll 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 get a pause because there's a giraffe, there's a giraffe crossing in the road, the Serengeti, yeah. yeah, or the yeah. savanna. Yeah, um, and sometimes you get a pretty good driver that's a little more yeah into their into their into their spiel. Yep, yep. Um, which Look, is I fun. think I could be a safari driver. I'm I'm just gonna you could. throw that out there. You could. You I, could. Like I'm they're asking the with the way you're driving over here. Yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> you know, you're like, hey, I love living animals. I hate dinosaurs. I want yeah. you all to know that. Yeah, <laughs> and like when they're telling the stories and all the different things, I'm like quoting it before they actually say it. Yeah. Like when they're like, "What is a group of giraffes called?" I'm like, "It's a tower. It's a tower." Like, and it's it's always a crapshoot if you're going to get to see the lions. 
Yeah, yeah, so yeah. Usually just, you get to see the back of a lion's head. Yeah. <laughs> if you're lucky. Yeah. This is again, like I mentioned earlier, this is one of those rides. And again, I know if you're a thrill seeker, this is probably goes against every fiber in your body. But to me, when I go to Animal Kingdom, I try to get there as early as possible. I try to hit this ride first and foremost before any other ride. I mean, I might stop to get my colossal cinnamon roll on the way. But other than that, I'm heading straight back to Kilimanjaro Safari. And because I think the animals are going to be the most active first thing in the morning. And this is an attraction that it can get backed up oh, yeah. fairly yeah, quickly. This, this is one I highly recommend. Yeah. You know, if you've heard my lightning lane philosophies, I always say that your 7 a.m. selection should be the one that you think you'll have the most difficult time getting. Right. And so, you know. At Hollywood Studios, your choices are typically Slinky Dog or Tower of Terror, right? Those are the ones that fill up the fastest and they tend to have long wait times at Magic Kingdom, right? I always say you probably ought to go for the Jungle Cruise or if you got little kids, probably pick a Peter Pan, right? You're going to save yourself some time. At Animal Kingdom, Safari is the one that I'm probably picking oh, for yeah. that earliest time. And that's because the way the Lightning Lane system works in Animal Kingdom, almost everything else you'll be able to get, right? So, and and then, by the way, I typically will cheat and buy my way onto Flight of Passage. We'll talk about that in a second. Yeah. Just one quick, one, one more quick thing before we move on to number two. There is nothing better than walking through the Lightning Lane past that big old long line yep. of safari riders. Yep. Like, there's nothing that makes you feel more prestigious and more like oh, and they're 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 shooting, shooting arrows at you, yeah. you know, <laughs> absolutely. Uh, like there's that meme of Nala on the Lion King walking past yeah, all right. the other lionesses, and she's like strutting her stuff, and you're like, that's exactly how I feel. Yeah, in the lightning lane as I go on this far. <laughs> Anyways, all right, sorry, Ryan. I okay, moving on. Here. So top two here now. This was close. I we, bet it is. We've got two I'm rides. curious to see we've where We've got it two goes. rides left. We have Expedition Everest and we have Flight of Passage over in Pandora. Super close. We're talking about the difference of a grand total of two ranking points. So these are almost a, a statistical tie, right? So coming in at number two, Flight of Passage. That's, no way. I, I, I knew it. <laughs> I knew that it was probably going to be my family's complete. Complete unity. Randy's even got his Expedition Everest shirt on today representing. <laughs> wow. Yeah. That's not a surprise to me, but it's also a little bit of a surprise. Yeah. But <sighs> um, but I will, I will say, I look, you could give him a statistical tie, right? My disappointment and Almost. disdain level is at an all-time high right well, now. Well, you know, that's what happens when you hate dinosaurs. Well, yeah. Dak, you're complaining, but you gave it. You ranked it number two. I did, but it's just... <laughs> <laughs> so there's one of those two points. But it is a, dude, it's a you, solid dude, number you, two. You flip, you like, flip. <laughs> what are you talking about? You flip yours and then it's a tie. Wait, I ranked it number two. There's no way because I ranked Kilimanjaro number one and uh, Avatar. You have me mixed up. So. We're talking about a Flight of Passage in Avatar. I know, but I ranked... Yeah, what you said, I ranked Everest number two. No, no, you ranked we're talking about flight of passage. I'm sorry, I misunderstood. Do we need to edit this part out? No, 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 don't edit this part out. This just shows how stupid I can be at times. Sleep Uh, number needs to take a little nap. Yes, I need to go hit my (laughs) sleep number bed. 
go back to a previous <laughs> episode to know what we're talking about there. No, so or not. <laughs> yeah, no, I had Everest at number three. That's why I'm a little bit disappointed that we have it at number one. Yes, it, right? that's what it is. Yeah, that's, you're right. Yeah, that's what. It, that's all I'm trying to get at. Yeah. Okay. So, but but so, Randy, <laughs> which which of your kids ranked it four? That was the lowest score that I got. Uh, uh, Henry. That's right. Really? Yeah. I thought he yeah, was yeah. your thrill seeker. He is, and that's why Everest is his number one. Henry could go to Animal Kingdom and do nothing but Everest over and over and over and over again. Oh, I thought he, he would ranked be, it four. He would be satisfied, and so he ranked Flight of Passage at four. Oh, I'm, dude, I'm, you are not, I'm not up with right it. Now. Yeah. Yeah. I'm we're still talking about like, flight of passage. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, listeners. All right. He's, he's, in, he's in such shock that he's yeah, like, I'm just his head is reeling. Myself. So let me ask you this, and this is going way off page, but to me, flight of passage is right up there on the same level of excitement and entertainment and just like wow factor. I would put it right up there with Rise of Resistance. And if I had to, if you held my feet to the fire, I would actually rank Flight of Passage over Rise of the Resistance overall just because I can get on Flight of Passage, I think, easier and with less shutdowns and with less complications than Rise. Yeah, that is, that's fair. That's true. I will say this too. Um, for a while, um, particularly during and after the pandemic, um, not all of the effects on Flight of Passage were on. For instance, yeah. the water spray was off. It's back on it. It's back to fully operational last time I rode it, It, which makes it an in- infinitely better attraction, in my opinion. Um, I do probably rank it overall higher than Rise of the Resistance for the same reasons Rise tends to go down a lot. I think I mentioned on the show previously that my biggest beef with Rise is that there's all this tech, all this technology, and there's a good chance you're not going to see most of it in use mm-hmm. because it's down, including one of the biggest and I think best parts of that ride, which are the turbo laser cannons yeah. don't work at all anymore, apparently. Right. So it, um, now I'll compare that in a second to the Yeti on Expedition Everest, which has been broken for almost a decade <laughs> and there doesn't seem to be any plan to fix there's it no at all. Fix that. But there's a there's a distinct difference between that Yeti animatronic not working and the turbo lasers, which are actually a part of the ride attraction mm-hmm. there in Rise of the Resistance. So when you say, wow, which one you'd rank higher? I would agree. I'd put Flight of Passage ahead because you're going to get most of it. Yeah, I think Flight of Passage also is one of those wow factors for that first time goer. Like we were talking earlier about like which which is more exciting, you experiencing it or watching someone else experience it. I've gone enough times with the enough first time goers to where there's just yeah, their like, level whoa. of excitement and level of like mind blownness, if that's a word. Yeah. yeah. When you get it's, on Flight it's, of it's Passage, a wow moment. yeah, it's so good. That is such a great ride. Now, big knock against Flight of Passage before we move on, because I know Ryan's like, dude, this show is way <laughs> too long. And I said, we couldn't do it in 20 minutes. But um, it has the capability of being updated, refresh, recycled. Absolutely. Um, they've already had another movie, and I'm waiting to figure out, like, when are we going to get to any of that stuff? Yeah. <laughs> right. So, and pro tip, uh, if you get nauseous on those types of attractions where you're wearing 3D glasses and watching a screen, this ride or this attraction has the potential to mess you up. Yeah. 
Yeah, absolutely. So I've come out a few times feeling a little nauseous and my wife has come out almost to the point of having to leave because she just was completely sick. Yeah. So Animal Kingdom is an absolute Dramamine day. Okay. Because our top two attractions on this rankings are ones that um, their intensity and the type of that ride will cause those people prone to motion sickness to Mm -hmm. have a bad day if you didn't kind of. And and even if you do, there's still a risk that maybe you just your body won't keep up. They're intense attractions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So moving on to our grand champion for this round of rankings, the Animal Kingdom attraction rankings. Again, it was close, but Expedition Everest takes the. Dude, stop shaking your head. It is. It is. It is. It is the tallest mountain in the state of Florida. It is. It is. It is so fun. It is thrill it is it is scenery it is charming it is the queue is charming dude the queue you walk through the queue that's one of the it's one of the yeah randy's shaking his head yes you know what i mean if you that's a that's a great queue it is a great remember what the jungle cruise ride used to be before they kind of took all the jokes out of the queue i mean you still see that in expedition everest yeah and it's one of those it's one of those i mean if you can single rider this 100 percent, you're going to wait 10 minutes to single rider it but if you have to stand in the line, it's it's this journey, you know, th- you know, from base camp up to Everest. It's it's amazing. Yeah, and they're using okay. So the historian side of me just comes out and geeks out on That's this. Why you're here, on Derek. this queue, you're right? A resident historian is all the artifacts are legit artifacts in that queue. Like they are from Nepal or wherever yeah, it is yeah. they went. Like. I will give there's no pro- there's no props there. Yeah, there's no props. Expedition Everest is like 100% legit real artifacts and even I mean, I don't want to do this in this episode, but even if you go to some of the outside of the queue uh you know, theming that they use, it's all real. Like it's all based on legends and legends of the, you know, of the Yeti and and all of those things. Like there's actual background story there that is thick and deep and harkens back to real actual stories about yetis in nepal it's it's really cool actually yeah it's just the actual and again i'm not a big thrill ride if you've listened to this podcast long enough i'm just not a big thrill ride goer and so for me everest is one and done you guys can go hit the single rider line or do it two three four times in a row but for me, it just—I can't do one it. Of those I really can't. Feelings. I can't do it more than two times in a row. Yeah, anymore. likewise. But it is one of those. Again, if I go to Animal Kingdom and if I can't get on this ride, then it's a disappointing day for me because it is—it's a thrill coaster, but it's not so thrilling that that it's scary to me. It's like there's no there's no shoulder harness, which I I hate shoulder harnesses. It's just a lap bar, but you do feel some g force, especially when you get turned around and go backwards. You know, your neck gets pushed down a little bit, and yeah, um, yeah. You know, so, it's I mean, dark like, and it's it, it is a nice is, drop. In my opinion, okay, it is the most intense Disney roller coaster. Um, it's not the fastest, okay. Um, it doesn't have all the crazy inversions and loops and stuff that you have in rock and roller coaster. But I think this is the most intense because it's also the one that goes backwards, and that will. That that's kind of it's just a unique kind of aspect, but but the climbs, the G forces that are experienced in some of those turns and climbs because of how tall it is, 
is the thing that I think sets it apart. Um, you know, if you're asking me what are your favorite roller coasters at Disney World, this is a solid number two for me. Right, right behind Guardians of the Galaxy. Wow. Okay, and I have it's. Pro- I have not done Guardians yet, so this is my favorite roller coaster at Disney, and it it goes fifty miles an hour, which is not. It's that's slower than you would expect. It's actually, you're going to you be expect. on it. You're going to think it's a lot faster. I just looked that up, and it's only the fifth fastest yeah. roller coaster. But it in does the Disney, seem faster. Disney IP. It does right? seem faster, and it's got a good drop, and uh, you know, it's just it's just one of those attractions that it's just fun. Everything about it is just fun. But at the same time, incredibly smooth. Yes. Uh, such a smooth ride. I yes. love it. Yes. Well, guys, that's it. That is all eight <laughs> of our Animal Kingdom attractions. And we'll see which of these eight make it to the final tournament here in a few months. So, um, yeah, final thoughts on Animal Kingdom. I'd say don't sleep on it. Like, it's a great park. There's more there than you think. Yeah. Yeah. yeah don't sleep on it. Don't don't pass it up if you're planning a... Oh, and these are these were just the attractions. I mean, there are like and there's talked, more attractions than we say. Yeah, oh, they're <laughs> that's debatable. And there's just there's just fun trails and different experiences at Animal Kingdom. So yeah, I'd I'd say I would I'm say, a pro Animal Kingdom. I would say park. this is I think Animal Kingdom is probably if you if you like to explore, kind of get lost in the exploration of a park, this is a great park for you. There's lots of trails, lots of things to see. So anyway. All right, everybody. Thanks for joining us this week. Thanks for uh, joining us as part of this uh, amazing journey through time. <laughs> That's <laughs> and for you, Dak. And as yeah. a reminder, as a reminder, uh, we may be coming live via Instagram over the next few days. So check Thank us you. out on our social media. Thanks, everyone. Bye.